Now, you know how it goes. You uh, miss for whatever reason or something happens, and the work gossip has to spread around. So there's a couple different stories going around about McCall not being here, AJ McCall at VFX. But I like the version that says she was so appalled at the Park Dark nominees this week. She just needed a mental break. Like, just needed to get away from them. To just decompress and be like, I can't be surrounded by this stupidity right now. I just can't. Ugh, I hate to break it to you, but that's exactly why I wasn't here yesterday. I knew that's it. it. That that's was exactly the story it. I, voted for. Ugh, I knew it. <laughs> Gosh dang it. You, you, I've been had. <laughs> sure. <laughs> See, because you got to like, like you got to think about it. You got to think about it, right. So we do park narcs. So of course we surround ourselves in that, and then McCall's the keeper of the stories for Florida or not. Yep. So like. Basically, half her job already, just based on those responsibilities, is just immersing yourself in sheer stupidity of humanity on a daily basis. You oh, can't, it the, is. The mind can't take that it's, all the it's, time. It's exhausting. Exactly. It I just could, yeah, totally. knocks you right down. Totally. So, <laughs> if you haven't seen the Park Dark nominees, uh, voting doesn't close until tomorrow, so make sure you get the vote in for the worst parker in Cache Valley. Uh, nominee number one, if I park like this, it makes my car look bigger. It's a car that's parked in a park. Conveniently enough, with its back tires firmly planted in a special deed spot, its front tires across the line in another spot, all while uh, enjoying the lovely scenery of nothing in front of it. Like, there's just there's trees in front, which is great, but, like, you can't see anything special there. It's not like it pulled up somewhere to a scenic overlook. No. So there's no justification for parking that way. And then nominee number two, sun's down, doors out. There's a beautiful vet taking up two spots, which, again, okay, Nobody wants to see that thing get door dinged. No. It is gorgeous. No. But then when you open the doors all the way open, it's like, okay, well, what what are we doing here? Like, why? Why do you need to have your doors wide open? Why would you leave your doors wide open? And man, that's some immense trust to leave your doors wide open. It really is. I don't know what was going on, but, you know, I mean, kudos to you if that's the kind of trust you have in the world. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to be there. Congrats to them. So... They're pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Vote for which one you think is the most annoying. We'll find out tomorrow. And if you see bad parking, take a picture, send it to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Utah's VFX, and you could be entered in and win prizes for doing your part to help clean up the valley of terrible parking. Scam phone calls are just the natural part of the order now, right? We wish that they'd be blocked and, and they come and go. I think for most people, they they try and they try disappear for a little bit, try and fool you. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I don't think anybody probably is about the same policy, right? You just don't answer phone numbers you don't know. Yeah, for the he, most part. Here's the crazy thing. There is a small group of people that if they get, for whatever reason, like, oh, I think I know this number, and pick it up, and now they're on the phone call with a scam phone caller, they will not hang up right away because they think, nope, that's rude. Oh. That's ridiculous. Oh, I thought that was very kind. Okay. I understand that I should be commending those that go out of their way to try not to be rude because it's usually something I have a big problem with. People don't say please and thank you enough. People don't hold the door open enough. So I got that part. So we're getting closer, AJ McCall at VFX. But when it comes to phone scammers, it's not the direction I was hoping we would take this as a people. Because according to a recent poll over in England, one in five people won't hang up on a scammer because they feel it's rude. I mean, does it mean like they won't answer to a scammer? Does it mean they won't like answer the phone? Because I will answer the phone and then if I hear it's a scam, then I just immediately will hang up. But I will answer it. It says no, one in five won't hang up because they think it's rude. Another one out of five will at least hear them out before they hang up, even if they already know it's a scam. So 40% of people, two out of every five people, will not hang up right away. Now, does does England have as many issues as we do right question. now? Because like at the beginning of all of these scammy things going on, what, three or four years ago, I would listen. I would hear them out at first to understand what was going on. And now it's like, I have, let me look. I'll tell you because yesterday was a bad day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven scam phone calls yesterday. Uh, That's a fair question. I do not know off the top of my head. I just assumed the whole civilized world got the exact same thing because I I could understand, I suppose, based on what I have, my opinions of this country, but I, I would think that the whole civilized world gets a fair amount of it. We all get equal dose. Ah, well, 
I don't know, because at this point, like if they're just barely getting into the scam phone calls or people are just barely scam phone calling them, I would be that one in five people that's like, no, I'll hear them out. And then I feel kind of rude if I just like hang up. But (laughs) now at this point, it's like I I turn it on and it's like, hi, this is Linda. Like, no, it's not. Click. The funny thing is, is that, well, I totally get it because initially when they start calling, right? Especially because they use the area code. That's how they got me initially when I was in Utah. They used my home state of area code, which is 765. I'm like, oh, it's got to be someone I know because who would call me from Indiana? And then it was never that. So they just don't even answer anymore. Right. But the funny thing is, the we're saying is we're just tired of hearing it as opposed to the what we're, the number one reason would be the longer you're on the phone, the more likely you are to get scammed. Yeah. Because every recommendation ever says hang up right away or just don't answer the phone. Yep. And so being polite, quote unquote, in this case, which to me is oxymoronic as well, because you're being polite to someone whose ultimate goal is to steal from you. Right. It's like, hey, look, okay, you're going to try and steal my money, but I don't want to be rude. So, all right, you make your pitch and we'll see if I fall for this. And then not, you go back to the drawing board. No, you just don't, don't, just don't. Just hang up. Yeah. Ow, that hurt a lot. Yeah, well, you probably shouldn't have punched the punch. Punched the desk, AJ. It was an effective visual for what I was trying to demonstrate, which is hang up that's, the phone. That's perfect, because obviously when we're on the radio, we are very very visually uh, visually seen. Look, I speak with my hands, and I'm going to deliver the visual no matter what. Freaking hurt. If I broke my hand, I'm going to be so upset. Oh. Yesterday, I was trying to come up with an idea of how... How in the heck do you help someone deal with divorce? And I started out very firmly in the camp of no divorce parties. I think they're sort of insensitive. They're definitely spiteful. And I don't feel like they just, they're not the right way to go about it. And then I went full circle and came to a completely different conclusion, which still involved parties. I read once there's a theory that the reason we feel like time travels faster as adults than it does as kids is because when you're a kid, you're learning so much new stuff. It doesn't seem like it's going by because those are such significant moments and memories that they stack up. As an adult, you learn less and less new things, so it feels like time flies faster between these significant moments that stand out. AJ and McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. AJ flying solo with McCall out sick. And I feel like, okay, I could get behind that. The thing is that would make that, I feel like, fall apart a little bit as an argument is that I feel like being an adult is a ton of glass-shattering moments, which I feel like are the exact same, would have the same impact as learning something new because, like, you go through things, your friends get married for the first time, your friends buy a house, you buy a house. It's like these glass-shattering moments of things you know you're going to do, but then you're like, oh my gosh, we really are those adults. Like, when my uh, all three of my core group of four friends, they all own houses now, and it's like, I'm the only one with a house. Glass shatters. They got married. Glass shatters. They have a kid. Glass shatters. And now... For the first time in my adult life, someone of what peer status that I'm close to is going through a divorce, and I have no idea what to say. Even as a as a child of divorce, and and my friend doesn't they don't have any kids, but I'm like I wish I feel like I should be equipped to say something. But what? I know he's been excommunicated and he's back out doing stuff. But Louis C.K. had a joke. That he said, don't say sorry or, or be sad for those that are getting divorced. It's a happy day in their life because no good marriages end in divorce. It's a decision. They ultimately, but I don't know that that's true. I'm sure there's some, obviously, with divorce parties and the, and the need to, quote, win the breakup. And I would say probably be spiteful that are happy to see the day. But I think ultimately you reflect that one inward a little bit. Like you you see it as a failure on both fronts, right? That's how I took my parents' divorce is it affected me to the point that I think I've been so terrified up until recent history that I was like, everyone, of course, goes in saying one and done. I'm only going to get married once. But I think it scared me so much, ignoring the fact that I was a train wreck. I think there were two girls in college, maybe three in my life, that I think we we could have potentially been married but I was so terrified of making sure that it was absolutely perfect right that I avoided it completely. And I was a train wreck, so it definitely wouldn't have worked out. So I think ultimately it was the right decision. But there's no not acknowledging the fact that, yeah, like that was a factor as well. 
and you don't I don't feel like you could be like it'll get better because it's one of those things like that feels condescending the older I get. Like they know it's going to get better, so telling them that isn't going to do it. And you can't make jokes cuz it's a very emotional time obviously. I, I, giving them space seems to be the answer is what I found out as I as I talked just a little bit my friend going through this emotional turmoil. But it's so tough, right? To sit on the sidelines cuz you know you know they're hurting, and you're like, what? I, I got to be able to do something. So maybe just maybe divorce parties. I realize it was absolutely not a no. Maybe divorce parties are a good idea, but not to celebrate the fact that you got divorced. Maybe just to celebrate the person themselves. Is that? I feel like I've come full circle on this because I came into this like, no, no divorce parties ever. They're spiteful. I feel like they're mean. They're just there, I think, to rub it into whoever you're leaving's face. Hey, look, I'm great. I'm, I'm you're going to miss out on this. And maybe you think that and maybe it wasn't your fault. Maybe the other one committed infidelities or whatever it is. But maybe a divorce party is the answer. But it's just like, hey, look, here's the people that love you. You get together with friends. You do something fun. You know, a distraction. Solely what it is is just to get your mind out and just try and show you that eventually, yeah, it's going to be tough to get through this and weather the emotional and mental trauma as you deal with it. But there's going to be good times again. Yeah, you do the, hey, look, things can be fun party, that kind. Yeah. Whatever that's called. I don't, do we have a name for those? Just a party. Oh, okay. Just a party party. Yep. <laughs> I, I just dragging my brain. I felt like for someone uh, who is a child of divorce and I feel like has definitely examined my own parents' divorce a lot because of the effects it's had on me, I felt completely ill-equipped when my friend was like, I'm getting divorced. And I was like, I feel like I have nothing to say. Like, I don't know what to say in this moment. Besides, I'm really sorry. That sucks. Well, I don't really think that there's anything that you can say in that moment. Because last I checked, you're not a divorce attorney. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I do not. I do not practice divorce law. You are correct. I don't know how you do it. Well, yesterday I had to to do the Florida Not Stories myself, which was just pain because I I have to tell myself mentally so many times, don't read where the stories are coming from. Like yep. there was the Taco Bell story of the they set fireworks off in the building, right? And they're idiots. AJ and McCall at VFX or Stranger Bridge in Florida Not, and it said like it starts with employees at a Nashville Taco Bell. I'm like, don't say Nashville, don't say Nashville, don't say Nashville. <laughs> it's tough. It's hard. Gazoon tight. Thank you. No, it really is. Because I so, do the same thing for myself. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad that she's back because I... Like, Thank you. I I don't want to do it because I know I'm going to be like, all right, so a man in Florida... Eh, crap. Well, there it is. <laughs> Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. Some guy stole a ring from his girlfriend, pawned it, and then used the money to buy her an engagement ring? Question mark? I mean, it's technically an upgrade well yeah but you know it was hers in the first place get your own money there's story one story number two some guy got arrested after calling a bomb threat into work because quote he was having a bad day this is the second straight day of bomb threats i know it i know it and then we got story number three 31 year old lady risked the lives of multiple people because she decided to just uh blow through red lights going 100 miles an hour because she quote wanted to test her faith with god i think there's better ways to do that mm-hmm. like i'm not the foremost expert for sure on that one but i think that like there's pilgrimages i think you could jared leto it out into the desert I, I, yeah and not bring your 11 year old daughter no. with you you could meditate would mm-hmm. probably be a good place to start so there you go three crazy stories good. gosh like the extreme levels of violence yes indeed she, oh boy do you think someone yesterday heard, a, oh, man, somebody called a bomb threat to uh, get uh, revenge on an airport? Maybe I'll just do that to get out of work. That's way easier. <sighs> no, I hope not. The big lesson yesterday was, like, if you're complaining about a baggage fee and you call it a bomb threat, tough, dude. You're not going anywhere. The baggage fee doesn't disappear. Yep. AJ McCall and VFX, <laughs> Stranger Bristol in Florida. And I mean, Andrew, what do you say in that situation? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Oh, I'm my sorry. Bad. I'll try not doing that next time. Oh, my gosh. Three headlines, please. Okay. Headline story number one. A 29-year-old guy got arrested on Tuesday after stealing a ring from his girlfriend. He then pawned it and used the money to buy an engagement ring for the same woman. 
Now, they are no longer together because I can't even imagine. So he pawned this ring for $4,500. So it was a nice ring. Well, that's what I was assuming because no matter what, the engagement ring would be a downgrade because the pawn shop's not going to give you fair value. Correct. So um, I don't want to see his mug shot. I want to see what the ring looks like. It'd be nice to know. I want to see. You kind of hope it's ugly, don't you? Anyway, if anything, he told the police that he went back to the pawn shop a month later trying to get the ring back, but was told it had been, quote, melted down for scrap, which is what a lot of the times that's what happens. So anyway, she was mad. They broke up. And uh, there's story one. That's bad. Oh, yeah. That is bad. Story number two, some guy thought he came up with a clever way to get off work last last week, but unfortunately for him, his plan bombed. (laughs) This obviously. (laughs) So (laughs) this guy called in a bomb threat to the water treatment plant he was working at. He told the investigators he did it because he was having a bad day and just didn't want to go into work because it would just make his day worse. So he then got arrested with making a bomb threat. And I just don't understand. I just don't just call in sick if you're not really feeling it, you know. Or, you know, hey, I need to take a mental day. Somewhere in here is the, the the lecture about, yeah, like, don't be afraid to take the time for you. But, yeah, right. I mean, if you feel the if you feel the need to call in a bomb threat, I think we're a little bit past that part. Oh, very There's a couple much, other things to address. Very much past that. So there's story two. And story number three, a 31-year-old woman risked the lives of multiple people, including her 11-year-old daughter, because she sped down the street at more than 100 miles an hour blowing through red lights and when the cops asked her why did you do that she said she quote wanted to test her faith with god and let go and let god take the wheel like when so like when uh, when carrie underwood says (laughs) jesus take the wheel right you know this this isn't what she means no well i was going to say i don't think the the almighty above takes to uh, all right you got to prove to me you're real hands are off the wheel now let's see what you got i don't think he Uh, does that no i don't i don't think so (laughs) So there you go, Damn. three crazy stories. <laughs> so, um, one is definitely dumb, if I may, Andrew, but I would say that uh, getting proposed, I mean, man, melting down kind of brought it back for me, but I would say the the wanting to propose and all that kind of makes people crazy on both sides, especially men, because you want to do it the right way, so maybe not that one. We had bomb threat yesterday. That was in Florida, so very, very distinctly could be that again, and then you got three. That lady is... All sorts of nuts. Like, there are, there are plenty other ways you could test your faith. Yes. I, I feel confident in that statement. So, question is, I'm, I'm leaning two or three. What do you think? Um, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with number two. Feeling number two. All right. Oh, man. Two times becomes a trend. That would be bomb threats two days in a row. McCall, is it story number two? It is. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, no. All right, nobody call any bomb. No. None tomorrow. No. We got you hooked up with some Johnny O Spud Nuts, and then you're going to be qualified to win the $50 gift card to Logan Lanes at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? All right, thank you. You're welcome. The lady of story number three is yeah. like, no, just no. Um, that happened in Ohio, by the way. So Ugh. I don't know what's going on in Ohio, but we've had a lot of crazy stories from Ohio. Ohio's for lovers. I, well, Ohio's for, yeah. We're <laughs> going to go with that. Congratulations to Andrew. Wins Florida not on VFX. Two lifetime opportunities. How would you go about it? Would you be able to, one, take a trip to the moon, and two, choose the Olympics? And a Would You Rather Wednesday was yesterday, but this is really interesting to me if all of it was taken care of. Two different once-in-a-lifetime opportunities, and nobody wants to go. AJ McCall at VFX. Now, I know Would You Rather Wednesday was yesterday, but I thought this was really interesting. So the Olympics postponed a year. Right. Starting in just a few weeks. Now, in fairness, Japan is still having some issues with COVID. But when asked, one in four American, one in four Olympic fans said they would not attend. No. Excuse me, would want to attend. Excuse me. One oh. in four would want to attend. So 25% would want to attend. What's nuts about this to me is that apparently someone else did a poll about going to the moon. You're guaranteed a safe return, McCall. Would you go to the moon? I mean, in theory, yeah. Would I actually follow through with it? I don't know. Probs not. In a new poll, 40% of people would reject a chance to go to the moon, which means 
that more people would pass on going to the Olympics this year than going to the moon. Interesting. Which I think is legit, but I'm like, who are 42% of people that wouldn't want to, like, safe return? They said safe return. Mm-hmm. 42% of people said, nah. And they said, the reason why? Be boring. Okay. Right. Right. Like, I, I'm not going to go there and be like, oh my gosh, the moon team. I'm going to can't watch. Wow, guys. Park. We're going to go to the amusement. We're going to go to an amusement park. <laughs> you know, I went on the rocket this weekend at Lagoon. Basically the same thing. Hated it. But it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been on it before, okay? I knew what to expect. <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> my stomach dropped into my brain. Like, it just, I uh, hated it. I just like 75% of people are like, no, no moon or no, no, no Olympics, probably mostly because of pandemics. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm with it. I got it. I I got it. I don't really want to. I wouldn't really want to go. We've talked about this before. There are a couple of like one of the things I'm really looking forward to the in the Olympics. I love watching the volleyball teams during the summer. Hands down, one of my all time favorite uh, events to be able to watch. I still would not want to watch it live in person that's fine i just think it's nuts that less people like people don't want to go to the moon. like less people want to go to the olympics than want to go to the moon which i, I guess makes sense because if you know, it's not your thing you know national pride or all that or whatever but the 42 percent still blew me away that it was cl- that close because yeah. the number one response for people who were asked why you were not interested in going to the moon they just said i don't want to go to the moon that was their number one yeah, response i don't want to go it's fine i don't want to go <sighs> Gosh, get a cedar point up there. Some get six flags at the moon, and then, then we'll, we'll then talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yep. Till then, leave me alone. <laughs> All right, it's summer. Yeah. Everyone knows the most refreshing treat is a delicious, delicious bowl or whatever you choose to eat out of. I don't want to get into that part. Thing of ice cream. Correct. So why, why would we take one of other comfort foods, mac and cheese, and think, wait a second, I think we've got something here. Ice cream universally loved. Mac and cheese, universally accepted mm-hmm. as a uh, soul food. So why would we not put them together, McCall? No. AJ McCall on VFX. Apparently someone tweeted out the idea uh, for National Macaroni and Cheese Day. Kraft introduced a, it's like a, it looks like a cup with orange ice cream. And they say, eh? Eh? No. <laughs> No. You'll like this. The best comment on it was, please tell me there are hidden pockets of powder that didn't get completely stirred in. Only that would be authentic. Oh, it's true. Dude, so, it's so true. So what McCall said, yes, I'm not interested whatsoever, but Kraft downgraded even more for me. Like if I'm already at a zero, put it at a negative 75 because don't me wrong. Kraft was there for me as a kid. It meant a lot to me. But then you grow up and you're like... No, you can you can at least do Velveeta. Come on, we're adults. Dude, now. I don't like I don't like Velveeta. That's fine. I but- got really sick on it one time. <laughs> like I had it while I was really sick, and it's like all I can associate I- it with is like being sick. No Velveeta ice cream for you. That's fine. We we can agree creamy. on that. That's for dang sure. It's true. But my boy, you agree though, right? Because like you 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 could do better than Kraft. We're stepping it up a notch. Yeah, we're gonna skip from I mean, powders to the, the I, cheese. I, I still love Kraft mac and cheese, though. Well, like right. every once in a while, we we stock up on Kraft mac and cheese at my house. And so every once in a while, if I'm under the weather or I just don't feel like making dinner, that's what we make is Kraft mac and cheese. It happens probably once a month, maybe. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna put order in for you then. I'm gonna get you some of this ice cream. Then. No, because I'm sure the sensation. I mean, honestly, with the weird way your taste buds have been messed up. It's probably got to be fit like right in wherever that realm of new taste buds is for you because Man. there's no way I feel like your brain can prepare you to eat delicious, delicious ice cream. Yeah. And then you're like, hmm, cheese. Yes, exactly mm. what I was expecting. That would be the best. I just don't see that happening. No. Ugh. No. Ugh. Speaking of food, we got a, a message from a listener who got into a little bit of a spat over trying to get a refund after a mistake happened with their order. Now, let's all remember that it was, uh, was it the survey said that most adults still believe in the five-second rule? Yep. Let's all remember that. Hey, Jane McCall on VFX, because we got this message. Hey, Jane McCall, 
Uh, yesterday, I was out to get pick up some lunch for the family. I was going to pick it up and take it back home. The woman at the counter handed me a bag that it was apparently ripped because as I clutched at the bag, the entire meal dropped on the floor. Oh. She said the chicken was still in the bag so we could keep that. When I told her I wasn't eating food from the floor, she stormed off. It was a big deal about me trying to get a meal remade. Was I in the wrong? No. I don't think so at all. If you were to grab it and shake it and then the bag broke, <laughs> different story. You're furiously shaking this. Yeah. <laughs> it is the blizzard test. Here's your food. Oh, man, it all fell out of the bag. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> no, you're not in the wrong. It's just I understand where the employee is coming from because it's always a pain to remake the meal. Oh, I'm sure. But, you know. Also, how are you grabbing that? Like, I'm just thinking about it. If you're grabbing a big enough meal... Not that I'm, look, I'm not over here trying to like victim blame know, or I anything. I just well. don't understand. Like, like, do you just grab the top? Because I feel like if I have a big order, yeah, if I have a big order, I always grab the top and the bottom of it because safety first, right? Safety yeah, of food I, no, I'm first. With you. I'm, I'm curious myself. For what it's worth, I think I, I wouldn't have to have the chicken replaced if it was quote right. unquote still in the bag. Right. But yeah, anything that hit the floor and spilled out, yeah, I'm not five second ruling it. I paid for this. Well, I, I'm not five like, second. I'm like a refresher. Let's let's clarify. Where do we five second rule? Mostly at home. Mostly at home. I will never. My germs. I will. Yes, I will never five second rule at a fast food place. Oh no, definitely ever. not. Definitely not. Or like a restaurant. Or so, no. So. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying. Well, obviously, wasn't done vindictively. I don't no. think. The, I don't think the server was like, eh, "Jokes on you, punk." Let's just slit a small slit here. But out of pure curiosity, is there a time that comes off the top of your head where your order maybe didn't come out correctly, and then the server was kind of a jerk about it? Because I, I have one. So I love Buffalo Wild Wings. Who huh? should totally pay me? And I, my friends and I since high school have gone there, and it's been a thing that we do all the time. And one night I went there to get wings. And I love the boneless wings. Uh-huh. I went th- there was like no sauce on my wings. And I o- I ordered honey barbecue. So they're supposed to be, you know, tossed at least it. moderately right. covered. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Tossed in it. So they're not. So I I, sh- I show my server and I said, hey, so like this is clearly not enough sauce. Right. It's no big deal. You don't have to remake it. Can you just bring me some more like sauce? Like an extra side of sauce. And sure. I'll be fine. Sure. And she was like, oh, yeah, they charged me for it. And I was like, "What the no?" Well, no. Well, that was that was significant. I could see more than half of it was not covered. Like it's a the barbecue sauce itself is a dark brown. I could see whatever color we decide chicken bites are now tan or whatever. Here's, here's the thing, right? I maybe depending on where you're at, because I assume that you were in a bigger location. I was at home, so like a bigger location than Logan. Right? I mean, Lafayette itself is the same size as Cache Valley. So, yes, but also kind of not. So... Because I just grouped Cache Valley all together anyway. Right. So, that... I, I would assume that they probably have to run it through the kitchen. And in order to do it that way, you need to, like, put it in and actually make it have the, the dollar price on it. So, so, so I should have made a bigger stink and then I would have gotten it for free as opposed to just trying to appease everybody. Like, if you just give me sauce, we'll call it a day. Like, that's all I need. It felt, it felt I very, I'm going to be honest, it felt very McDonald's-y. You're like, hey, can I get a third packet of of whatever I want? Oh, yeah, that'll be 50 cents. What, 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 what are you getting so chintzy with the sauce? Come on. Where was it that I went? Slow I just, it down. I just went somewhere the other day. Oh, I was, oh, yeah, okay. I was at Lagoon, and I went, and I was like, the lady asked us, she's like, do you want some fry sauce with that? I was like, yeah, sure. It's a buck 50. Okay, that's ridiculous. I was this like, is the state of Utah. It's, but it's like this, it's a normal size. I it's agree. like a normal small, I was like. No. It should just come with it. I go get a tank of gas. I assume that I have to turn down fry sauce. You do. It's oh, true. Would you like some fry sauce? Would you like fry sauce? No, I'm, I'm good. You know what? I'm, I'm good. okay. I'm all right. I wish I would have said yes, because if I said yes, I wouldn't have had to pay a buck fifty at Lagoon for it. It's true. Ridiculous. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> so. Way to upsell, though. We have done. <laughs> oh, you wanted complete fry sauce? I just gave you the ketchup part. It's oh, gonna be another sorry. Three dollars, uh, <laughs> please. We. we we on the AJ and McCall uh, Facebook and Instagram, and it's been on Utah's VFX. Did this segment for a little bit. Uh, it was it was mar- it was relationship advice from those that are clearly not married, right? Yes. So, taking our cue because that's exactly what happened. Uh, Reddit put together a list of a ma- 
advice for couples for married people, which is my all-time favorite. I love when people have kids or get married, and then they decide they can tell other people exactly how to run their relationships. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to put the snarky back for a little bit. I just I have some bad experiences with friends of mine who make – they congratulations to them. They achieve major life steps. Yeah. And then they decide – They've reached this new level of enlightenment, and you pass it down to us scum down here that aren't in light. AJ McCall at VFX. Because the list was put together on Reddit of advice for married couples for couples. And I got to tell you, I'm really impressed. I think it's really good. Like, go to sleep angry. Fighting while tired doesn't accomplish anything. Correct. You just run circles. Oh, it's awful. Well, the other thing, too, is if you think about it, like, obviously, if it's a fight, you're emotional and I get it. You're going to be tired. But really the thing that bugs you the most about it, I think, is your own brain. Yeah. Your own brain is like. Blah, 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 yep. And then blah, and then you circle and then you're just you're not happy. It's so a bad situation. So what a stupid cliche that exists for that because it's incorrect. Correct. Agreed. Uh, another one that I agree with. Have fun as a couple. Start your professional careers or at least finish some bucket list items like traveling before having kids. Life doesn't. So I just had the conversation about something entirely different yesterday. I feel like at various times, especially early on in our lives, we make this like bargain, right? Like I'm going to sacrifice my own enjoyment or mental health now while I like grind away and then I'll come back to it later. Yeah. But life doesn't slow down. No. Like an example, there was a year where I was like, I need to get back on track with school and I need to work a bunch to save money. So I worked like 70 to 80 hours a week. I was taking five classes a semester. And I was like, I'm going to do this for an entire year. It's going to get me back on track. And then I'll be able to slow down. Except that's not what happened. No. Because then I finished school and I got a full-time job. And now I'm doing that all the time. And it's like, now I just skipped out on that entire year for some bargain that was never going to happen. Right. It's dumb. You got to take the time that you have when you have it, period. Another good one. You're allowed to spend time away from your partner. You can oh have a gosh. friend group They are not part of your that are not part of your partner's friend group. And if you have kids, remember that you are partners, not just parents. Mm-hmm. Teamwork. It's, it's just, I'm, I'm. Why can't more couples <laughs> revert to this stuff as opposed to once upon a time? I've said this a couple of times, but once upon a time, a friend had a kid and then said, "Hey, you're gonna have a baby. Make sure you do it with someone special." It's like, wow, that's. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna write that down. Wow, I, don't, I never would have guessed. Why do more people not talk about this? Why? I, I just. Oh my gosh, uh, you have you have saved me. There's there's a lot of things that that come up that it's like fascinating to me. I love bad relationship advice i really do <laughs> it's always my favorite because i'm always like thank you that <laughs> totally applies to my life one more for you You're Don't, right. uh now now i want everyone to remember this listening this is not attacking anyone in in uh in person personally i'm nervous Whatever. don't rush into getting married take the time to get to know each other and how you work and communicate together it's really important Make it sure it you're really on the is. Same page. It really is important to understand how you each communicate. Definitely not saying anything about this state in particular. I'm no. just saying. No. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, if I can give one piece of relationship advice. I mean, you're not married, which is the segment, but yeah, go I ahead. I know. It's fine. We've only been together for eight years, but whatever. At the end of the day, neither one of you wants bad for the other human. And if the other human wants bad for you, then you need to get out. But if it's straightforward, guys, or, you know, have a conver- have a conversation because really you guys should both be on the same team. You both want to succeed, right? Your significant other shouldn't be out to get you. Speaking of relationships, taking a step back, there's a new statistic said, here's how if you want to find someone very, very, very special, you need to go about it. You need to stop looking for a boyfriend or girlfriend. Also on this subject, I am so excited because my fallback option, you want to talk about an investment growing? Trust me, it's going to make sense. Uh Uh-oh. So we got great advice on how to maintain and be successful in your relationship, but the problem is you got to get one first, right? That's the tricky part. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX, and what you need to do is not look for a significant other. You need to look for a friend. According to your recent survey, two-thirds of uh, relationships start as friends. So here's what you do. Think of your closest friends right now. Text all of them. No. Are you into me? No. And work from there. AJ, Because what you do also... Is if you get into, let's say you're late 20s and you don't feel like you're getting close to settling down, you got to get a backup plan, oh, right? Gosh. If neither of us is married by the time we're 40, we'll marry each other. That always works out so well. I Well, you say that, but I got to tell you, 
picked well over here. My backup plan is my buddy Jeff. Now, hear me. When we when this happened, right? He was finishing up school, and he was kind of still unsure of what his career path is. Works for Amazon now. Just bought his first house. Makes good money. I mean, I picked a great backup plan. Okay, but I don't think I'll need it. But it feels good to know that I hit I hit the jackpot on that backup stock over there because it's just growing and growing and growing. No, everything that was said is exactly what you need to do. Don't do this. (laughs) Why would you tell them that? It's great advice. I'm just, I'm waiting for a complaint that we're going to end up getting later. Like, I just know it's coming. I just know. It's like, AJ and McCall, you guys ruined my friendship with this friend because I was, I had this all set up and then they said no. So you ruined my friendship. We were going to be really good friends. And now here we are. Okay. First of all, if they, uh, freak out about you saying are you into me clearly they're not your friends because anyone can understand look it's just an honest question you can just say no second the backup plan look aj was telling everyone to be prepared oh i'm sorry fire me now for that one aj just no you can't no no guys please don't do this please everything i said no was solid gold advice no tried and tested no i would not say anything that i hadn't done myself and i Gold. AJ, you Pure can't gold. AJ, you can't polish turd advice and then <laughs> say that it's gold. You can't. Like nice be- try. No. All right, you decide for yourself. <laughs> one of us one of us hit the jackpot with our backup plan. And McCall, do you have a backup plan? No, because that that proves that you don't think that your first one's gonna go through. No, no. You weren't listening at all. I was in my was late listening. 20s and didn't have anyone, so you set up a backup plan in case. It's common. Hey, you're not married by 40. I'm not married by 40. We'll get married by 40. Nope. We're best friends. We'll just live our lives. It'll be great. Nope. Trust nope. me. It's gold. Pure gold. Speaking of family, though, um, <laughs> there's a big oopsie when it comes to the invites revolving around a baby and uh, something I know a ton about. Feeling like less of a man because I have no idea what to do with my hands. Oh, okay. A man after my own heart for the Automatrix Group debate to date with AJ McCall on VFX sent us this message. Hey, AJ McCall, I made scrambled eggs this morning uh, before work. I put the eggshells in the garbage disposal and it wouldn't work. So as I'm messing with the sink with my phone light trying to fix it, I have no idea what to do. I'm Googling it. I'm hitting the red reset button. Nothing happens. So I unplugged it, left a note for my wife and son. Because I'm useless when it comes to home repair. Okay. And I'll tell you what, $5 says that my wife has it fixed by the time I get home. So I go into work and I'm talking to some coworkers and they say, wow, call yourself a man? You couldn't figure that out? And I thought, no. Like, what do I care if I can pay someone to paint or fix the garbage disposal? What does it matter? Please tell me that you feel the same way. Look, you're talking to the right person. Anything breaks in my house? Why do you think I live in an apartment? So I can call someone to take care of it. I have I have very many thoughts on this. Like I don't feel like it makes you like you whatever. You're still a man. It doesn't change anything. I don't know where this fragile idea of masculinity came from, but whatever. It's existed the entire time that men has existed. It's dumb. It's dumb. It doesn't it doesn't make you less of a human being if you can't figure out how to fix this thing. It's no, fine. Personally, if and- you can pay somebody to do it. Pay somebody to do it. Yeah, Personally, I take this with a grain of salt because I also can't fix anything. I believe it is very uh, much more, I don't know, courageous sounds too too strong of a word. Yeah, but just to be able to admit, yeah, I hey, don't know. I don't know how to do this. That's fine. Too many people don't admit that they have no idea. Mm-hmm. It's so, true. Whatever. And I don't, you just don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. Cars, nothing for you. Like anything that you want me to do with my hands, I'm useless. And I'll tell you right now. I'm useless. Yeah. And I'm doing you a favor because we can be mad at me because we're like, oh, AJ, how did you never learn? I don't know. But I'm also doing us a solid by not wasting anybody's time because they're not going to be like, hey, can you do this? And I'm going to make it worse. I have no idea. My question, just out of pure curiosity for both men and women, is do you feel, let's say, let's call it 75%. I feel like that's a good success rate. It's a very good passing, solid passing grade. Is there a 75% comfort level for women uh, women for your men and men and yourselves to fix something basic that breaks in the house? I'm just curious because maybe we'll find out with a Thermo Fisher poll today that 
It's not up there. The majority of people don't feel confident they can fix anything. And then it's like, okay, well, now the majority of people don't feel confident they can fix it. So what are we supposed to do? You just have a special set of abilities. Stop degrading others, you jerk. So within, let's say, 75 to 100% that you could fix basic thing, the garbage disposal, I don't know, the water heater, something, something basic breaks in the house. I don't know if those are basic examples. This is me demonstrating more ignorance. But... <laughs> Women, do you feel confident in your men? Men, do you feel confident you could do it? Thermo Fisher poll of the day could uh, vote on Utah's VFX on our Instagram story that you could fix a basic thing around the home. Look, McCall, when it comes to big events, family can get a little bit heated if they feel like they have been left out. Because, of course, that's when you get married, you have a kid. It's their time to claim that slice of the pie. Now, one listener had an oopsie with the miscommunication with the husband. Getting ready to have a baby. I think you want a little bit of space, right? It's kind of a it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. You don't want to be like hemmed in and pressed in. Well, unfortunately, one family got that memo, the other one didn't. Uh-oh. Good luck solving this one. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. AJ and McCall. My wife Lauren's due in September. She had told her mom and stepdad to wait a few days after the baby's born to come visit. Okay. Uh I accidentally told my family they can come a day or two before the baby is due. Oh, no. Lauren is uh, stressed that her mom and stepdad and dad and stepmom will be hurt because she's letting the in-laws visit first. Uh, What do I do? Because I want my family there. Well, um, (laughs) you probably should have had this conversation beforehand because that's basically what it sounds like is a miscommunication. It does. And... uh, I don't know. I think you have a conversation with with uh, Lauren and you tell her, hey, this happened. Um, Oops. My bad. Do you want to tell your family that they can visit the same day? Because I'm sure she's like, no, because I want some time to myself, which is why I said don't come yet. So maybe you just tell the in-laws to go and sightsee for the day. Maybe maybe you tell them just 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 go meander. Go look in the mountains. Okay, go see what's what's around and then you can come back and see. So I'm curious because unnamed unnamed husband did not say, but I had a, a, a friend, uh-huh. and when they had their baby, uh, one of their sets of parents was like, we got to be there, we got to be there, we got to be there. And okay. conveniently, that was the set of parents they didn't want there, they didn't want there, they didn't want there. Right. But they did want another set of parents because they're not so overbearing and they're helpful and they knew they would be. And I, I'm trying to rack my brain thinking what they did. So I think they just didn't tell the other set of parents. Fair. I can't remember whose in-law. I don't remember who it was. It was groom's dad or or, or wife's dad, but I remember or family. Uh, but I remember uh, that's when they were like, "Oh my gosh!" I think it was. I think it was. I think it was the the wife's parents. They were like, "Yes, they're great. We want them here." My parents. Nah, we're gonna we're gonna make them come a few days later because they're just gonna be all over the place. Yeah. I. Invite, yeah. I mean, you either, I think, invite Lauren's family and then tell them to just tell everybody to just. Yeah. Or uh, you tell your own family. I mean, those are really, I think, the the two options. Now, again, unnamed husband has not said whether or not. Maybe, just maybe, thinks, no, no, my, well, my, my parents aren't like overbearing and they'll be helpful. So we definitely want them here. But Lauren's, ugh. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it is. Who knows? But I, I think that uh, you probably need to have that conversation. And if she says no, the answer is no. Your parents need to go sightsee for a couple of days or a day or a day and a half or something. Something. Well, can I just say, too, like, yeah, so oops, miscommunication, which I think is easily rectifiable. But also in this situation, maybe a little bit differently. It's a little bit different just because there were invitations about one coming earlier and one not. But also... It's about Lauren and husband, right? They're right. having baby. It's about baby. Yeah. Period. So, end of the day, just keep in mind, the whole reason there is for baby. Yep. So, maybe don't maybe get, you know, up in arms about, I don't know, something, I think, relatively small. Yeah. Because you're still going to be there probably before almost everyone else and get to see and hold baby. Yes. There's a new trend, apparently, McCall. Okay. For going back to school. Because everyone... Lee McCall Taylor's been very adamant about this. Needs that right, just needs to crush the first day outfit. Yes. And apparently retro's the way to do it. I'm telling you, my lack of style or not, you're not going to catch me dead in my parents' closet. Now, I know as a former kid myself, the last thing we're supposed to do 
is heap a little play, uh, praise or admit that our parents were right, right? No, no, they didn't no, know. No. They didn't know. They, they didn't don't know. know. However, AJ and McCall at VFX, apparently the new trend is to raid your parents' closet. And speaking of praise, over 60% of kids admit that they even think their kids had some their parents had some cool style as a teenager. Well, this is something I'm like I'm very invested in because I'm currently wearing mom jeans because they're back, right? So the 90s styles and early 2000s styles are all back, which take that for whatever you want to say, okay? As long as Janko jeans don't come back, I'm okay. But... <laughs> There are so many things that I I think about this and I'm like, I couldn't raid my mom's closet because most of the stuff that she had back in the 90s and 2000s, she got rid of in like the 90s or 2000s. They went to the DI. Oh, no. They got taken away. So I don't really have anything because, yes, I would love to just go raid my mom's closet and just find all of the things that she had. But alas, here we are. Look, I have no sense of style, and neither does my dad. Raiding my dad's closet does mean no good. It's the same stuff I'm already wearing. Like, I'm right. already there. If anything, I might have just just a tinge, a tinge more style than him. Like, a little bit. Like, a pinch of salt more. That's it. So, I'm, I'm downgrading. I think the oldest thing that I have in my closet is from high school. I have, like, a volleyball jacket that I kept because, you know, it, it's like a heritage thing, I guess. Like... I only get it the one time that I play high school volleyball. So I kept it. So my question, I guess, is, and mathematically, maybe it just works out this way, because obviously everyone has to have a set of parents in some capacity, whereas you don't necessarily have to have a set of siblings. But I thought that it was raiding siblings' closets. Because like when I moved out for college, and it was uh-huh. a semester. I, I did my first semester at home, and then I met someone, and I moved out with my girlfriend the second semester my brother was like, cool, colonial rule. And he just went into my room and was like, planted Stole his flag and just started claiming stuff. Not even just clothes. Like, he took clothes, but like, I had a wakeboard that I had bought in Hawaii that he took. And he was like, this is mine now because you're not home to lay claim to it. And I'm like, listen here, bro, we fought a war over this. You may have heard it. It was called the American Revolution. Oh my gosh. This is my stuff. So that's what I thought it was, because like I know that was it's not even it doesn't even work the way it's supposed to, right? It's youngest takes from the oldest. I took my brother's stuff. I yeah. know my sisters who are both tiny. My the biggest uh, offended there was my youngest sister. I think has a better sense of style, so my oldest sister just took all her stuff. Uh huh. But I thought it was the sibling thing. When did we just decide we're gonna wander in our parents' closets? Which I'm pretty sure I'm still not allowed in. I definitely wasn't allowed in my parents' closet when I was a kid. I think it's just a now thing. I think it's just because everybody thinks that the, I mean, it really kudos to parents. Y'all got style. It's basically what it comes down to. I mean, that's it. Like I said, we're not allowed to admit stuff like that as, as former kids, but yeah, that's what it is. Like, uh, well, maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe you were kind of cool. My mom gave me a dress once. That was cool. I wear it still every once in a while, but like, yeah, I. Everybody's trying to find all of the neat like '90s nostalgia stuff, and it's like I. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, you got to go to uh, you got to go to Spencer's or Hot Topic, uh, and you got to get one of those belts that has the studs on it. Those aren't back yet. No, they're they're they were never not out. They're cool. No, they're cool. No, look. Yet again, whose advice are you gonna trust? Those are cool. I don't You're care what anybody trust says. AJ's advice. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. my advice AJ is that they're cool. AJ just said, I don't have any kind of style. So I'm yes. not saying they're style. They're just cool. That's They've always been cool. Okay. See? Conceited. No, Victory. Sarcastic, but okay. Uh, when it comes to celebrities, specifically artists, we've had this. We've had this. If, if there's a while ago, it was a big fight, right? Spotify, right? Uh-huh. Or uh, streaming in general. Like Taylor Swift had the big fight, took her stuff off of streaming for a long time. Mm-hmm. I am completely blown away by which streaming service pays artists the most money per stream. I don't think you'd guess it in a million years. Huh. Fair warning, we may get in trouble for this. AJ and McCall on VFX, but it's worth noting, right? There was a big fight over streams for a long time. Uh-huh. Paid for, but that's why Jay-Z started, was title, right? And Taylor yeah. Swift took uh-huh. all her stuff off of streaming for a yep. while. 
And so it's been something that's been fought over for a long time. So apparently uh, someone compiled a list of what artists make per stream, and I am blown away at which one pays artists the most per stream. Okay. It's not Spotify. It's not Apple Music. It's not YouTube. It's not any of the ones you're thinking. Okay. The streaming service that pays artists the most per stream is Peloton. Interesting. Never would have guessed that. No, I don't think I I would have either. But I I feel like those, I'm not going to say lower, but less used have to supplement somehow. Because obviously like those Spotify, Apple Music, etc., those ones obviously you get more streams out of. It's crazy. Yeah. So Peloton pays about three cents per stream, whereas comparison, Spotify uh, is one third a one third a cent. Apple Music two thirds. YouTube pays less than one fifth yep. of a cent. Three cents from Peloton. That's crazy. Now, in the grand scheme of things, it's a tiny it's a drop in the bucket because right. Peloton accounts for point zero seven percent of all streaming royalties. Right. But still, that is it's nuts. Yeah. That means that they pay fifteen times more than YouTube. But they get probably 15 times less listenership than it's, YouTube. It's true. So, it's just crazy to me. Like I'm like, oh, this is this is Taylor Swift for Peloton. That's I'm why it's some bikes. That's why it's 45 freaking dollars for their membership. That's crazy. That's what, that's what it is. It's because of the streams. So, like, hey, you get unlimited music, but it's going to cost you. Yep. An arm and a leg. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of all those, uh, Spotify, Apple Music. YouTube, AJ McCall, Utah's VFX are on across the board for him, whether it's our podcast, the after show podcast, which we do live uh, Mondays and Fridays at 1030. Yep. We're on there. So search for AJ Shift 7, Amfer- that's the ampersand, Shift 7 McCall, AJ Shift 7 McCall, and you will find all of our shenanigans across the board. And of course, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter while you're at it. What did we find from our Facebook friends that we can like, comment, and share on the VFX Facebook page? AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, make sure you add the both of us so that we can like, comment, and share on your posts. Two chances to win if you're friends with both of us, too. Yeah. Because maybe what doesn't work for one, make the other one laugh. That's right. What did you land on? Well, I landed on my friend Cassidy's post, and it's actually a video of, like, writing. For some reason, I'm super fascinated. It's, it's calligraphy, but with, like, glue. So they're writing with like colored Elmer's glue. There's a pink one and then there's like normal Elmer's glue, but they're putting all kinds of different colors on it and like sand and stuff. And then they like change the colors. I'm I'm fascinated with it. And it's it's a lot of different types of writing. Like, let's see. So we've got cursive with the Elmer's glue. We've got drops. We've got like glitter pens. I, I just love, I love watching people write. I do. <laughs> Uh, I landed on uh, a meme group. It says, when the IT people show up, but your work computer starts working again. Uh, and it's <sighs> a scene from Avengers Infinity Wars where, what's his face? Banner can't change to Hulk. So Iron Man's like, dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. Yep. Which is ironic because the screen that I'm looking at right now looked like it was about to die earlier. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to tell oh, Kevin yeah. Trot 3000. And now it's fine. And now it's fine. It's fine. Always. That's always how it works. You can win. It was like when the light was broken. It wasn't. The dimmer switch was down. Yep. Same thing. Yep, you can win. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media. Utah's VFX, vote for Park Nooks. We're going to find out who the worst parker in Cache Valley is tomorrow. And if you see bad parking, we've got a bunch of people that have been submitting. Thank you. Continue to do so. Yes. Take a picture and send it to our social media, Utah's VFX. And then, of course, AJ and McCall, AJ and McCall on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to uh, all the videos and stuff that we're creating is going up on there. And then... Search for AJ McCall, of course, anywhere for videos and podcasts. Yeah. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, they're all there. Yeah. Tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.